Hello everybody, uh, I'm back, um, I've uh, had a bit of a, a bit of a shitty week, um, from being on my arse, um, and then getting, fighting myself back up, um, going manic, Fucking hell, I clean my house from top to bottom. Sorry, flat. Um, the other day, scrubbed the carpets and everything. Um, looking forward to pick some bombers coming to see me who I've not seen for a while. Um, what happened? Fucking snow. Um, got snowed in and they couldn't come down and see me. So uh, you just get that, oh fuck, everything's against me again, I'm shit. <laughs> wow, it's a horrible, horrible this week, last week. It's been proper bad. Um, I managed to get myself out of it, and uh, not just myself, a lot of a lot of people um, helped me through it. Uh, and that's just bring me to what I've been saying previously about the um, good, good, good people who work in the prison service, who uh, don't get enough credit for what they do. Um, I've not been in a job six months now, seven months, and they're still uh, helping me out when I get shit feeling bad because they've seen me in that way and they know what I'm like. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's um, what I wanted to say, really. The... Uh, Thank you, everyone. Uh, even people I don't really know that. Well, texting me and, and, and trying to g me up and get me going. Um, suppose someone said it was karma because all the times I've been there for other people. I'm not bragging about that, by the way. It's just how I am. Um, and it's nice to know people are uh, there for me as well now when I needed to. Um, yeah, so, even, um, I've got to mention it, um, Jez, um, he just got in contact with me and ripped the piss out of me, which people might think is a bit harsh, but actually, that's how it was, and uh, it made me feel fucking normal, to be honest. Um, yeah, it was good. Um uh, the good thing is he didn't tell me to piss off because I was boring him now because he uh, stayed for a little while and listened to me. Um, yeah, it's just little things like that. It, it just makes you feel normal again, even if it's um, just a normal banter you used to have all the time. Um, yeah, it shows, yeah. But um, maybe Laura put him up to it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, there's lots of people, mate, and I just, I want to apologise to Smithy, because um, he was going to come down and see me, but I, I just, I got news that my stupid, someone in the family weren't well, I had to go down there, and I only got, I didn't even get on the train, I just felt so shit before I got to the train station, I came back home, so I do apologise, mate. Um, so yeah, it was a bit of a shit week. Uh, I feel a bit, a bit better now, I'm not 100%. Um, do you know what really got me to fight it more? 
because my doctor said I needed to go on diazis. And I thought, you know what, fuck that. I've got them and I'm not using them. I didn't use them last time, I won't use them again. Um, maybe because I've seen... I don't know, maybe it's unconscious bias because I see a lot of people that I work with in the... Sorry. I'm not being uh, funny, not people I work with, not my colleagues, obviously. The prisoners I work with were on the, this day as is in the... No, but they're there anyway. I think if I'd have had them last week when I was right on my ass, like bottom out, I probably would have took a couple, but I'm not, no. It's just like a comfort blanket now, but I think that's what's kicked me in the balls and made me think, nah, mate, nah, not having it. So, um, yeah, thanks for uh, everybody um, for supporting me. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, yeah. And even, I, I reckon even people who, obviously because of the job they do, they can't, like, just openly get in touch, but I know. I know. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, quick one, really. No, no, no. You should have a quick one with me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was being good. I was all right, and it proved it yesterday because uh, I went, to get my prescription from the doctors and um, the receptionist started like my biggest hate talking down to me like I'm an idiot and I could feel myself going and I'm like Wah. but I didn't I think mainly if it had been a bloke I probably would have fucking give it him back but because it was a girl as well I didn't uh, I, I, I didn't but it, it nearly triggered me again the way she spoke to me um, so I uh, now, just another thoughts just come in my head. Um, I know I rattled on a bit ago about uh, these um, prisoners who were making a name of themselves on um, their podcast, glorifying their violence and their criminality. Um, it's just like now the, the stories are getting so fucking crazy. I mean, I've got one now which I quite admired him at first because he was down to a state for he sorted his head out and you know if he'd have kept on that track I'd have probably like carried on with now he's fucking making out he was running crazy mate mate first of all you just a fuck you're going on about you went around all these prisons in Manchester and blah 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 and now you're saying you're fucking running crazy mate you was running crazy mate. fuck me what that's like all the bellends who say they fucking work with Charlie Bronson or they know Charlie. You fuck off. You, you just discredit yourself. You're making a good story of it and then you're discrediting yourself by bollocks. You know, I can't believe it. And football hooligans uh, like as old as me going on, what the fuck is wrong with you? You did it years and years and years ago. Why are you only bragging about how you used to batter people? What is good about battering people? And uh, the public are laughing them up. Like, Fucking hell, what is going on in this world where you lap up dickheads who go down beating people up and stabbing people in jail and being an hit man in jail? An hit man, my fucking ass. Um, beating people up and you glorify it and you fuckers are liking it. And you don't want, you don't want to listen to it stories in prison about good people at work there and what the good work they do 
um, how do you get treated by shit by someone one day and then the next day you're saving a life because they're trying to kill themselves. You know, you let, no, one, no one appreciates that, even on telly. You show these programmes like Full Sutton and all that and the prisoners going, oh, the screws this, the screws that. None of them say, oh, the, the time I was in, I was like, depressed and really bad about stuff that's going on and it was a, a prison officer that talked to me and got me around it. Oh no, we don't mention that. Fucking pisses me off. So yeah, I am better, but I'm having a rant now because I'd be it's just it just annoys me. People you know, they make these ah you go in make these stories about prisons and, and the prison and all the talk to prisoners and when they talk to ex-prison officers, it's, they're only asking them about when there was fights or when there was a riot or what happened. Do a proper one, do a, do a proper thing about prison officers and the good stuff they do behind that wall. People need to know that, you know, they go like, it's like now I, people, I tell people, obviously I tell people, I, I used to be a prison officer, oh, I bet that was an hard job, but what, what about... what? Yeah, but then I start telling them about the good we used to do and how we used to help the mental health patients even though they were fucking throwing shit at us. Um, and they're just like, Ugh. you can see that look in their eye thinking I'm going to tell them about scrapping and fighting and riots and shit. And when they realise that I'm not, they're not they don't seem that... They still listen. Because um, when I start, obviously you can't not listen. <laughs> So, yeah, but then it's like, no, it goes off. Um, so, yeah, I, I do try and do this podcast about good things that happened and the funny things, because there's a lot of fun. You have a lot a lot of laughs in prison, in a, as a prison officer. Um, sometimes it's the only way we get through the day. Another time you, you have a laugh with the prisoners, because uh, if... If you're, like I say, I'm doing inverted commas here, proper prison officers, they interact with the prisoners as well because it's common sense, isn't it? Because you don't want them to see you as your enemy. Uh, and most times if there's any kick-offs, I'll call it, it's because it's not personal. Against it. Sometimes it is, I'm not going to say not all the time, but most of the times it's... It's the white shirt and the system they're fighting against and you're just there. That's happened, I reckon that's all that happened when I got assaulted because I was there, I was a white shirt, I was unlucky, it was me. Well, I'm not unlucky, I say I'm lucky because at least no one else got fucking knocked out, it was only me. Uh, and the times I've had banged my head and stuff, I must have a fucking head like, I must have a lead head. <laughs> I was going to say a thick head then, but most people would agree with that. So, um yeah, it's, it, I, I, maybe the last time, no, I don't take it personal, I never used to take it personal, um, no, we're not there to be attacked, we don't want to work to be assaulted, but you, sometimes you, you, you accept it, and I was told that when I first died that you will get assaulted during your time in this job, um, it's just, it's, a lot of times it's just a white shirt, or, the blue shirt if you work in some prisons. Um, 
well, I wore a blue shirt, I think, yeah, when I was in reception at one time. Um, but yeah, it, it's... You don't take it personally. Of course you're angry, of course you're fucking mad. And of course, at that minute, when that person's assaulting you or you're fighting with him, yeah, but afterwards, you don't. And a lot of prisoners, I've mentioned it before, a lot of prisoners I, I and um, got in situations with, the next day they're still letting on to you and all that because, you know, you're just doing your job because it's not personal both ways. If, I, if I've had to restrain someone or dissuade someone from fighting, it's because I'm doing my job. That's all it is, I'm doing my job. Um, and again, that's not everything because some of them... <coughs> They're that fucking horrible all the time that you, you can't help but not like them. Uh, and a lot of people, that, I knew a lot of prisoners, they do some fucking horrible things, but you get on all right with them because they're not doing the horrible things now. They're not doing it to you, they've done them. Um, and some prison officers might laugh at me for this, but <laughs> they're doing the time, mate. Um, and they're all right. And that's why a lot of people don't look at what people have done you take them on face value, so if they come in and the dickheads, then that's how we're going to judge you, mate. That's how it's going to be treated. We'll give it your back. But if you're not, then I don't care what you... Well, apart from sex offenders, I, I, I can't say that about them. But um, most of them, yeah. And some people I, I've got along with for years and then, I've, and then I found out what they've done. I'm like, Jesus. But... I've got on with them all right, they've got on all right with me, so what's the issue? So, um, but yeah, I think it's about time people realise the good stuff that um, prison staff, not just prison officers, prison staff, I mean, we're on the front line, but a lot of other staff um, are not too far behind that line with us. Um, so, yeah, and then... The good um, offender management people work tirelessly for these prisoners, um, and then they get one one hiccup, and who gets the blame? The offender management, even though it's come from outside the prison. So yeah, it's everybody of most most prison staff do the job because they do the job. If you know what I'm saying, they, 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 they go into it. You know, that I used to get people come in reception, yeah? Hating it, fucking prison stuff, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, okay, mate, we get what you're saying, but let's just get through this bit first. And by the time we got through it all, and we're chatting to them, and we got them a brew and sat down with them and talked to them like proper people, you can see it, you can, you can see them settling down. Um, and then, like I've said, not just me, reception staff. You walk around the prison, you know, and they shout at you through the windows and say, all right, are you all right? Because we treat them like human beings. Um, I was listening to one, one podcast, um, I don't I hardly listen to any anymore, um, where he said as soon as he walked into jail, they were at him and, and we're going to make your life hell here, don't think you're the big man in here, and padded him up with people and even though he should be single padded up because of his uh, CSRA. He beat his 
he'd beat up her pad mates up. He uh, padded him up with some big massive bastard, thinking he's, and you, he ended up scrapping with him. Uh, but we didn't do that. We did a fair CSRA with the questions we asked. And sometimes we even um, bent it a little bit so they could have a single cell. Because, you know, some people come in and they were so mentally ill. Yet, on paper, they, they have to go in a double cell, but you knew. Experienced staff and some other staff knew that if that lad got put in with someone, they'd be fucking trouble. Uh, I spent, and and most of the um, governors and managers used to sign it off. They used to listen to us because they knew we had the experience. I mean, you've got Victor Twos, like they're the duty governor, um, and you take the form and you say, I, 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 I'm only using me as an example because obviously I did it. But other people did it as well. And I said, I explained to them, the, the Victor Twos, um, blah, 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 he's mentally ill, he's, he's not, you know. And we used to have this thing that we could put him in a single cell for like 36 hours and then reassess him. And they, most of them did. And then we used to get, we got one governor, right? He came in, he'd been promoted, which is fair enough, I've got nothing against that. I wouldn't want that job, but anyway, um, not that I ever got offered it, by the way. <laughs> that would have been a fucking day. Um, took him a CSRA up, and he says, and it was a, a normal CSRA, which was self shared and there was no no issues. So he's like, he says something like, this is a, a, a governor, right? Or assistant director, as we call him in our deal. And he's, um, he looked at it, and I'm like, I'm still telling like, fuck's sake, you've got 10 people in there, I need to get going, can you sign it? Because the days, the, the few months before I left, right, most Victor Twos who've been there a while, I mean, I know one Victor Two, I mentioned before, Emma, she, one, one Saturday we got a lot of prisoners in late, and she actually came down, got a coat off, got a pen and started booking prisoners in with us. Now, would that not be a governor that you've done for a bit well for? Yeah? Well, uh, the latest governors are all like the number one governor and the debt governor. Um, even coming reception when they were on, on late, they knew we had to get these signs. It was just part of the parcel of the day that some of these had to be signed by Victor too. So, it, it changed by them because previously Victor Two used to sign off to single cells. Uh, but the uh, they changed it now, so managers could sign them off, which to me is better because the managers are there. They're in the building, they're in the room all the time. Not that they're lazy in the room. Yo, shut up, Mark. Um, but this changed now, and we have to get a Victor two to the sorry duty governor to sign off the single cell ones because then it was their for their responsibility. It was a strap basically. Um, and you know, this governor, right, he come in as a governor, de uh, an assistant director, sorry, he didn't have a fucking clue what to do with the CSRA, and he asked me um, how to do it. Now, normally, I would have explained to him, but I, I mean, it was going to be a long night, and I, I just couldn't be asked. and I said, well, governor, I said, when I'm on the money you're on, and I'm supposed to know what you know, then 
I'll explain to you. So I just took it out off and uh, went to another deck. Uh, another one who was in the building who knew what to live. Now this is what used to piss us off. That we'd get deputy ADs coming in. I didn't have a fucking clue how to do the job. What? Yeah, well, the other AD that was there, luckily she was still in the building, um, as I walked past in my usual stropping fucking walk when I was on one, shouting me, she said, Mark, what's up? And I just said, Victor too, and he don't even know how to fill a CSR, eh? He said, yeah. She said, yeah, give me, and she did it for me. Um, but that deputy governor has worked her way up from PCO to deputy governor. So I would never question what that dep knew, uh, AD knew, obviously. Um, she's one of the reasons why I, I wanted to go up to PCO from uh, when I was in comms because the way she was and, and just brilliant woman. Um, so, yeah... Um, and like, and then there was Emma who used to sit there with us in reception. Um, even made us brews and stuff when we were busy. She'd come back, she'd ask us what we want for a brew. You know, normal people. Yeah, yeah they're, they're ADs, but they're normal people, not these um, ADs who talk to us like shit because they think they're better than us. Well, you're not fucking better than us because there's an old saying, isn't there? Um, if the ADs weren't there... The staff and staff are still running out to run the prison. If the staff weren't there, some of the ADs could run the prison, but it, a lot of them couldn't. They wouldn't have a fucking clue. So, uh, yeah. Um, and then we get um, another governor who's only ever worked in the stores. <laughs> what? Um, who was heard calling us minions. Oh, the minions will do it. What call? Good job you didn't call me that. Anyway. Sorry, I'm going off on one. Um, so, yeah. So there's a lot of good people and a lot of good, caring people as prison officers. And sometimes we don't show it because we can't. Because some of these cons will take it as a weakness. Um, so you, it, it, it's a sad story, really, because you can't. Um, yeah. Some prisoners used to call me the mad monk and other people used to call me that. Also said that he's a good, he's a good screw because if he can help you, they'll help you. And that's how it should be. That's how all prison, a lot of prison officers are like that. I'm just talking about myself because I don't talk about third person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and a lot of people are like, it wasn't just me. A lot of people were like that. And a lot of people, they you didn't fucking mess with us either because don't cross the line because, you know, I don't cross the line with you, you don't cross the line with me because then we're not friends, are we? Well, we're not friends. We're not friends with prisoners. Um, acquaintances is a, probably a better word. And some of them I got on very, very well with. Um, and it gets repaid to you in all kinds of ways. Um, some of them I knew if I was on my own and it kicked off I, these people would have had me back um, 
luckily it never came to that. But uh, it's always a possibility in our job, as I've explained before. So, yeah, um, and if people don't want to listen to the good side, they only want to listen to stupid dickheads lying, uh, making stories up so they can get the feet, uh, make themselves look good. There's no glamour, there's nothing glamorous about talking about when you was in jail and you used to get drugs and you used to fucking beat people up and shit and shit officers up. Where Where's the glamour in that and why are people lapping them up? And I don't mind lapping them up. I mean, like, it's like um, the BBC, got to be fa fair, you've got to listen to both sides of the story, but at the minute, no fucker does, do they? They only listen to the idiots and the bullshitters or the corrupt bastards. And I'm not going to go off on that anymore because I think I've said it. Um, and they're the ones, like, like I've said, I've got 39,000 views on mine because I tell good stories and funny stories and um, I weren't corrupt and I weren't fucking uh, tech bringing shit in. I would have got, well, only, yeah. I've got 39,000 views, yeah. On that, which is all right, isn't it? It's good. Pity I don't get paid for it, but yeah, uh, they're fucking corrupt bastards and these lying bastards are making shit up, getting hundreds of thousands of views because the public likes to hear mostly how shitty screws are or how corrupt screws are. And we're fucking that. I've said before, and I'll say it again, and I'll keep banging that drum. Ninety-nine percent of prison staff are not fucking corrupt. Um. I would say some are corrupt, not in financial ways, but anyway, that's another thing. I'm not going to go into it anymore. Uh, people can support, do things themselves. I'm not doing shit like that for anyone else. Um, nah. Um, anyway, well, one person, I don't have to do it for anymore because we fucking won. Anyway, so uh, it just proves you fucking... Sometimes good people do win. And good people, little people beat the big people. Um, not that we should have to, but it's always going to be there, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, I think that's all I'm going to say today. Uh, big thank you to all them supporting me when I was uh, on my ass. And uh, now, Diaz, you can kiss my ass. Uh, oh, I should be getting my new teeth next Thursday, so... Uh, my next photo on my uh, thing will be a man with a big cheesy grin, which you can't see from space. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. I'm not going to get my hopes up, uh, just in case there's an hiccup. But uh, hopefully I'll have my new gnashes. So uh, thanks, everyone. Um, thanks for your support and the grumpy old bastard's back. See you soon. Bye.